This is an Area Code podcast. Hello, dear listeners. It's Thursday morning, November 5th, 2020. We are still waiting on election results and um, feels like we're just wrapping up, but we're still waiting for things to be called. And yesterday morning, I was going to get working on editing for the episode going up this week about Earned Secure Spirituality with KJ Ramsey, which I'm really excited about. Um, But I just noticed yesterday as I was sitting down to work on it, I was like, I don't have the emotional space um, for this right now. And I needed to take some time sitting with the emotions that have come up this week. And for me, even with the idea that um, Trump is going to be voted out of office, the Trump presidency has really impacted me and my community in so many negative ways. And also really, like a lot of us, I think, confirmed our worst fears about some of our faith communities as well, um, in terms of what their values are. So it's been a really, it's been a really difficult week. It's been a really difficult few months and it's been a difficult four years in a lot of ways. And I wanted to make sure to make some room for myself for that. So rather than editing and putting out an episode next Monday, I thought I would just share a couple of things with you that I found helpful. One is understanding the difference between suppressing emotions and self-soothing. Suppressing emotions is when we just totally avoid them, which I'm really good at. That's kind of my go-to is, um, you know, what emotions? I'm fine. We'll just find out, you know, let's wait to feel until we find out what the results are, um... And I'm just going to distract myself through being busy or playing video games or working on things or whatever it is, these different ways of avoiding my own emotional experience. Um, So a growing point for me has definitely been to sit with emotions and notice what am I feeling? Where am I feeling it in my body? What is going on with me in this moment? And you don't have to stay there. But if you take that time to notice, what am I feeling? Maybe even sit down with a feelings chart and say, what is this emotion that I'm feeling? And then you go to your self-soothing thing, you know, binge watch some Netflix, um, whatever it is, you know, maybe do some deep breathing, go on a walk. I find that that is really helpful because you're acknowledging the emotion and then you're responding to it. And often when we can notice, what am I feeling? Then that leads into, what do I need? For me, when during times of anxiety and during times of sadness, I know I want something cozy. So I know that what I, when I can slow down and notice I'm, I'm feeling really sad, that prompts me to get a really soft, cozy blanket and wrap up in it and listen to some music that I like. Um, This weekend, I'm going to have, with my kids, we're going to have a Ponyo party where we watch the Studio Ghibli 
movie Ponyo and eat ramen. Um, and finding little ways to spend time together, even when things are really tough. And I notice that when I can tap into my emotional experience, it leads me to what it is that I need, which is different than just going straight to video games or going straight to uh, cleaning the house ferociously to try to ignore what I'm feeling. So I hope that you give yourselves a chance to do that as well this week. I wanted to share a poem that I wrote for K.J. Ramsey's book release, actually, last spring. And it really is a poem of lament in a lot of ways. And so I wanted to take a moment to share that with you. Those 400 years as I remember it were such dark days. God was silent, and in Advent we waited. Everyone. And now it's 2,000 years later, and the lights are out. They flickered on and off. You hung on the cross. They took it down like a prop, and you exited stage right. And the story remains powerfully symbolic but only symbolically powerful to address these wounds we have. And I, I don't mean any offense, I just thought you might like to know. Sometimes things seem way worse. I don't know personally, but I hear a lot of sad stories. Okay, I'll admit I know my own sad story. It's part of the chorus of many sad stories. Yours is a sad story. Like a lamb led to the slaughter in a long line of slaughters. A few gallons of blood in the oceans of violence. Good Friday. Easter Sunday. Before and after pictures look pretty similar, I'm afraid. You raised the dead and healed the lame, and I've been to healing services and returned the same. And we're all still suffering here. I just thought you might like to know. But I guess you already know, since you're right here. But I wanted to check that you were paying attention. One thing that my wife and I have done over the past four years and longer is meeting with God and others through liturgical prayer. And one of my favorites has been the Compline Prayer, particularly from Common Prayer for Ordinary Radicals by Shane Claiborne and Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove. And I wanted to share the Compline Prayer with you all. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in your way of life. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Take a moment now to review the day, celebrating signs of God's reign in the world, confessing sins, and lamenting the systems of death that still hold power in our world. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 134 Behold now, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, you that stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the holy place and bless the Lord. The Lord who made heaven and earth bless you out of Zion. I will lie down and sleep in peace, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. This is what we are about. We plant the seeds that will one day grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces effects far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something and to do it well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the results, but that's the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future not our own. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, O God of truth. Keep me, O Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. Keep watch, dear Lord, those who work or watch or weep this night. And give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. This is an Area Code Podcast.